Ride Report, a podcast from the Master Executive Council of JetBlue Alpha for the union pilots of JetBlue. Now from New York, Ride Report. Well, hello once again, fellow JetBlue Alpha pilots and other podcast listeners to Ride Report. I'm your host, J.R. Hall, JetBlue Alpha, Central Air Safety and Focal Gatekeeper. Hey, we're continuing our CBA Navigator series as we make our way through Section 6 negotiations, which gives us all a quick refresher to the key committees working consistently to keep us informed, like our pilot-to-pilot committee, and recently getting to know our negotiation committee on a more personal level. And in this episode, we will hear more about a critical committee that not only closely interacts with the MEC and officers, but keeps a keen eye on the lay of the land here at JetBlue, but the industry as well. And that is not just limited to ALPA represented carriers either. The Strategic Preparedness and Strike Committee, or SPSC, is a committee that ensures our pilot group is continually prepared to respond to actions, both management and industry, that affect the working conditions of JetBlue pilots or relations between pilots and other parties. The committee takes an integral role in strategic planning and organization that incorporates pilot participation during negotiations. So to break what all that means down, I'd like to welcome to Ride Report, Captain Javier Ramos, uh, Strategic Preparedness and Strike Committee Chair. Javier, thanks for making some time with us today. Welcome to Ride Report. How are you? Good. Good morning. Thanks for having me here. Let's get started real quick by uh, talking about you. Take us back to you know beginning your career, labor history, how long you've been at JetBlue. You're a JFK 320 captain. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the SPSC. Yeah, um, I've been in JetBlue since April 2008. Uh, before that, I was an express jet. I was there in April, I'm sorry, from January 2005 until April 2008 when I got hired in, uh, in JetBlue. Uh, I went to college like a lot of pilots here in Amber Riddle Aeronautical University. My first year of college, however, I went to college in Puerto Rico where I grew up, and I was studying, of all things, sculpturing. And I was, that was not my uh, keen uh, skill set. And I always wanted to fly airplanes. So one day I went to my guy and I told him, listen, I don't like any of the degrees uh, offered in this university. So I want to go uh, somewhere else. And uh, he told me, you know, I told him that I always wanted to fly airplanes. And uh, he told me about Embry-Riddle and that's uh, how I got into aviation. When I was in college at Embry-Riddle, I used to work in a used bookstore called Mandela Books in Daytona. Um, people would just come in with used books. Some of them were rare. Some of them were, you know, your standard regular books that had no... Uh, literally value, if you will. And some people would come in with some, with some books about, you know, uh, the labor movement, you know, back in the railroads and all that stuff. And I would just sit and, you know, sometimes it's slow in the job. So I would just sit and read and, and read and read about the American labor movement. And that got me really interested in it. And I was able to, you know, get my passion about the American labor movement through reading. And from that, you know, I was able to take my, uh, my passion to put it in professional wise in aviation in my career. Your time at ExpressJet, did you serve any labor roles as well? No, you know what? In the, I would just be the guy who go to meetings, you know. And a, a lot of people don't understand that it's you know a lot of decisions on the MEC and, and LEC level are made by people who go to meetings. And sometimes I see people on web boards complain about X Y Z thing happened. Some of these items are decided by the four people who go to a meeting. You know, or or the resolutions go in place because of the four people who go to meetings. And a lot of pilots, sure. 
do not understand the significance of going to meetings. Let's talk about SBSC real quick. How many volunteers do you have? And are, are there any, what's the, any subcommittee structure as well within SPSC? Yeah, yeah, there is. You know what? If, when, you, when you do committee work, you realize that the best resources we have are other pilots. You know, um, I have a guy in every, in every base, unfortunately, except for the Florida bases. Um, I'm having issues having recruiting guys in uh, Lauderdale and in Orlando. And it's always good to have someone in every base because let's say I need to have a, a permit to pick it or do any activity. I can't just take a plane down to Florida to pick up something. I need someone in my committee who's able to say, you know, go to the airport authority and say, hey, I'm going to pick up this document or what have you, or talk to the local police department, you know. So it's always good to have a person in every base in my committee. I've, right now I probably have eight members, you know. Some of them you always have your foot soldiers who do a lot of hard work, and then you have the ones who whenever we have a striker picket, they'll be, for example, like the line supervisors, you know, the yeah. guys who make sure that everyone is, is following the circle correctly. Um, and like I was saying about, like, pods being the best resources – you know, last time we had a picket, we had a member who was a retired NYPD lieutenant, and that's a guy who I had with me in, in Long Island City because, you know, what best resource can you have than in that situation? A pilot who is a retired NYPD officer. Pilots are the best resource that we can have. You don't know if someone has a father or, 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 or a father-in-law or someone who's in the police department, working in the airport operations. All you have to do is ask around. Like, this committee, you got to be social. you got to talk to people and know when to say and what to say. In the introduction, we, we threw out what the, the major role of SPSC is, and I, and I want to get your temperature on what that means. Respond to actions, both management and industry, that affect the working conditions of JetBlue pilots or relations between pilots and other parties. It's a small sentence that covers an awful lot. Absolutely. To us as Absolutely. line pilots, what, what does that mean? So it becomes back to the concept of bargaining. Um, we, uh, in SPSC, we don't just work with our carrier. We work with, you know, other alpha groups and other union laborers because it's co- it comes to the basic concept of improving the profession as a whole, not necessarily as our particular pilot group, but the entire profession as a whole. We want to have an industry that is better than the previous generation gave to us, you know, to build upon and try to unify the pilot group. And instead of us looking at our differences, we got to look at our things that make us all what we are in this situation, which is we're unionized labor pilots. We may be a wide array of personalities, a wide array of, of what we call quality of life, right? That's always going to be a varying right. opinion. And there's pilots who want money, and there's pilots who like quality of life. And, and to that point, at the end of the day, we are all JetBlue Alpha pilots. We all have right. a role. We all have a common role, right? Absolutely. Let's talk about the training that goes into, if anybody's ever interested in, in looking to become a volunteer with SPSC or something's, you know, piquing their interest. There is a, 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 a substantial amount of training that goes in to preparing a volunteer to take on this role of, of SPSC. Talk a little bit about the, the training for, for the volunteers and, and some of the stuff that you do as a, a committee chair as well for training. So right now, the best, thing, the best thing that we do for training right now is when I have a new SPSC member on board, um, I ask them, have you ever been to a picketing? That's the first thing. If it's something related to when you were in college or in the airline business, picketing, or, you know, in some cases, if you were in some other labor organization. And if the answer was usually no, I have never, um, then I will, what I'll do is we have a lot of alpha carriers right now that are current section six, uh, including ourselves. However, they are in a step, I would say, um, they've been negotiating for years, whereas we've been only negotiating for months. So I will send that pilot to a picket and I'll have that person fly in there the day before so they can be there in the pre-picket planning so they understand how this works. 
you know, because this isn't just we're carrying sign and going to point to street XYZ in front of XYZ building and, and uh, picketing. This is this is more challenging than people think it is. There's a lot of legality stuff you have to deal with. There's a lot of, you know, ways to hold the sign. Um, what is, you know, what is the point of the picket? I think it's fascinating that that you gave a, a glimpse of the coordination that goes in, because I, I remember I was out there on that cold morning. And yeah. all of that's handled by SPSC and additional help. Correct. We usually we usually get, you know, the SPSC members and something like that. We get P2P guys and it's a lot, a lot of coordination, a lot of things you didn't think of. You know, you have to think about you have 700 and something guys that morning where if they need a bathroom break, where do you go? So these are things that a lot of really small things that a lot of people don't think of. When it comes to SPSC, if you look at SP and then SC and drew a line kind of down the middle, I feel like that's a pretty good example of what the committee accomplishes. And to go to the first part, the strategic preparedness uh, element of that is break that down for us a little bit more. And and I and and I would imagine that is trying to or or continuously trying to facilitate unity building events. Correct, correct. Pub events, family awareness event. In our case, what we did, uh, we did rallies. You know. Nowadays, what a lot of airlines are doing, they're doing this, these uh, live stream events. And uh, it actually started, the, the modern one, I would say, started in WestJet. Um, Christina Thompson is their SPSC chair, and she is brilliant. So what they did during the pandemic, they did a live stream virtual picketing event of all of uh, WestJet's uh, hubs in Canada. And a lot of Alpha and non-Alpha groups have been adapting their strategy, and it, and it works. The visuals on those are, are excellent. To that social media point, leveraging that were publicly voicing our opinion correct and yeah correct and nowadays with things going viral it's it, you know it's a great tool you know uh i was in the picketing event in uh in manhattan with alaska airlines their coo was given a speaking engagement at the wings club and wings club is like basically it's like a flying club and the video went viral someone recorded of her coming to um and uh, instead of her having that stern look of having sympathy, it actually caused the opposite. While our brothers and sisters at Alaska are are continuing to press ahead, we were also there to help them. That's also another role that SPSC plays, right? Yeah, they, they do. And to be honest, with you, a lot of a, a lot, you know, I, I've lived in New York for twenty years now, and and I, you know, living here, I know a lot of police officers or you know people, you know, with, with a lot of uh, resources. So. To be honest, a lot of these carriers, you know, like Alaska, non, you know, that don't have a base in New York, they always get a hold of me because I always point them to what police department you have to talk to, who do you have to call, and who. When I help them in doing that stuff, usually it's reciprocated. So if let's say we have LAX, uh, a picket at LAX, they already know who we have to talk to, who we have to call, where can we pick, and all that stuff. So that's why it's always good. That's why we always cooperate with one each other, you know, because if we need a resource from one city. We always, you know, they, we always just, we're a phone call away from, from getting a hold of the right person. Let's talk about family awareness real quick, which is a subcommittee that's under SPSC. They're responsible for, for quite a bit of, of unity building as well. Give us a breakdown of what family awareness does uh, on, a, on a daily basis in, in setting these things up. So, so family awareness is based on, on a very simple concept of most uh, important family decisions are made with a significant other in the dinner table. You know, if you, let's say, want to buy a house, want to buy a car, you know, uh, and you have this financial decision to make with your significant other, you don't do that by just showing up buying the thing, cash. You know, you always, it's table issues, you know, dinner table issues. You know, um, when we do these family awareness events, we want the spouses to mingle with each other because they realize, you know, 
hey, I'm not the only one facing this. Because you know what? When we're on a four- or five-day trip, our significant other is a person who holds the fort in place while we're away. Absolutely right. Absolutely. And that's what we do in these family weddings events. You know, we, you know, we, uh, we discuss with the spouses what's going on. You know, because a lot of times, they, a lot of spouses, to be honest, they always think that it's just their husband complaining. But they realize that it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's all of us. Javier, I want to transition to now the other half <laughs> of, F, of SBSC. Right. But so when it comes to the strike committee, Ned, I, I want to set the table here because this is it's <clears throat> it is unfortunately very specific when when we get to this realm. But that there is an awful lot of time that is packed in between the first disagreement and where the SPSC oh, yeah, a, that that yeah. strike component of your committee gets actioned, right? Correct. And, and a lot, unlike a lot of people think, you know, if we're on strike, you know, I'm not getting flight pay loss or any of that stuff or, you know, I'm, I'm just a line guy like everyone else in this situation. I just have to obviously organize the, organize the strike and see what we do, where we do it, you know, basically. And you know, we don't know how long the duration is going to last, you know. So whereas we do a pick in and a rally, it's a one day thing. But when we're on strike, that's an everyday thing, you know, until we get the contract. Is there planning that's already taken place between SPSC with with the work that you guys do within the committee and and the MEC and the and the officers as well? Is that something that, that I would imagine? Is- yeah, we're, we're we're always ready. We're, we're, listen, we're, we're always ready for you know for striker picketing. If we have to, you know. Last last time around when we were when we were uh, when we were picketing, you know, we, we you know you, you always try to intend different methods to see how you get pilot unity. And the methods I'm not going to say because you know I'm not going to you know I'm, I'm not going to say what we did last time, you know. But uh, but we have to always try different strategies to see what works and what doesn't work. Fortunately for us, you know, Brian Dawson did a really good job when he was the chairman in uh, in, in rallying up uh, our pilots, you know. Uh, but we are always prepared to strike and picket if we ever have to. We've taken a little bit of time here at Ryder Report to learn a lot more of the interior work that takes place within the Strategic Planning and Strike Committee, SPSC, talking with Chair Javier Ramos. I mean, from watching current events, planning, um, supporting the MEC, supporting our pilot group. Javier, thank you so much for making some time here on Ride Report. Absolutely. As we close out, any last minute, uh, any last minute words for the pilot group? Yeah, you know, um, as I mentioned before, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, we like to tell people, you know, stay away, please stay away from the social media platforms. You know, um, don't get yourself into unnecessary troubles. There are reps. There is MEC members, LEC members. That's what they're there for. That's their job to guide you to the right person. They chose to be the person to go to to our pilots, not a web forum. You have a question. Ask your account, your local council. If they don't know, they'll definitely point to the right direction. That's what they volunteered to do. Captain Javier Ramos, SPSC Chair, thank you once again for making some time for us. We look forward to seeing you back here in a future episode of Ride Report. Absolutely. Ride Report, a podcast from the Master Executive Council of JetBlue Alpha for the union pilots of JetBlue.